This episode is brought to you by Metal Central. Metal Central, located in Jasper, is your source for metal roofing that lasts a lifetime. Metal Central also offers metal building packages, custom trim, doors, and more to complete any job. Call Metal Central for a quote today. 205-385-7575. That's 205-385-7575. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Game Managers Podcast, where we talk Alabama and Auburn and SEC football, basketball, baseball every week. My name is Nick. I'm a sports writer for a number of places, and with me, as always, are my great friends, Auburn fan Justin Knight. How's it going, guys? And Alabama fan Aaron Patterson. Hello. Guys, how you doing? Uh, you know, we're, I'm making it. Barely. Mm, much barely. Much better. Hmm. Well, you know what's not making it this week is trivia, uh, mm, mostly yeah. because I'm broke and didn't have money to buy tickets. So next week, <laughs> we're going to do uh, the Auburn baseball tickets next week. Yeah. This week. Yeah. Um, well, let's just jump into news. We're going to try to get through this episode as quickly as possible because we all got stuff going on this weekend. Um, so, uh, right off the top, this is kind of old news at this point, but... Nick Saban has announced the hiring of David Ballou as the Crimson Tide's Director of Sports Performance and Dr. Matt Rhea Ray as the Director of Performance Science on Tuesday. Both these guys were with Indiana for two years, um, and they're apparently very respected. So what did you guys think of these hires to replace Scott Cochran? Uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't really yeah. know what else to say about it. Yeah, I was the same way. I didn't, re- I wasn't really aware of these guys at all prior. Um, but this, it seems like a pretty solid hire. I wanted old boy from Oregon with a mustache, but that's okay. He probably yeah. has a pretty good setup there. So yeah, he probably does. So. Um, Mike Stoops. Hey, has, yeah. Don't oh, forget, he he won my uh, best mustache award as well. He so. did in the TGNs. That is yeah. that's by far my favorite episode. But by, by the way, um, someone has went back this like past two weeks and listened to every single episode in order according to our. <laughs> I don't know why anybody would do that. Listen to why, the whole why thing. Why would you want to? Why would you want to go back and listen to college football news from September? Yeah, <laughs> it's like we're like thirty episodes in almost, and they're like Did an they... hour each. It's like more than a full day of listening. Did what he's they trying to, to the say whole is thing? thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm trying to say do anything else. That can't be good for you. And we're not that funny. Do do anything really else? Not. Yeah. Go go to go to work or something. Get Did he watch here. the whole thing? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, psycho. Thank you, thank you though for for that. That's pretty cool. But also, I mean, I guess go do yeah. anything else. Yeah. That has to be incredibly painful. But yeah. you have been noticed. You've been seen. I mean, he must also, not be. Um, he must not get all, cringed out by much. I couldn't imagine yeah. listening to all of these. <laughs> I don't even listen to them again after I'm when I'm editing them. I just <laughs> mark when I need to take stuff out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but all of our old episodes prior to like two weeks ago, right now, are down. We're in like this. I'm changing podcast hosts, and it's like this weird licensing thing. But it'll, they'll be back up like within a week or two. So. Anyways, Mike Stoops has declined a position um, as what was probably either special teams coordinator or defensive backs coach or maybe both for his brother Mark at Kentucky and chose instead to stay as an analyst at Alabama. Okay. (laughs) Mike Stoops. turned down a position, an on-field position to be with his brother to stay an analyst. That's... Kind okay. of interesting, yeah. <laughs> it sounds yeah. pretty dumb. Pretty weird, but um, you know, good on him. Analysts must must make pretty good at Alabama. <laughs> I guess so. It's uh, it's not easy serving that coffee to Saban though. I bet if he got the wrong temperature, he's probably gonna be a little upset. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. good thing he's got Butch Butch Jones there to help him out. So that's right, <laughs> veteran Butch Jones, yep. veteran analyst. Um, Bert Bifani, I believe is how you say it, announced Saturday he will be joining the Crimson Tide's defensive staff as an analyst. Uh, he was graduate assistant at Texas A&M during the 2019 season. And then okay, form... 
Sorry. So, so what all does the analyst do? So they all I ever hear is they about analyze. <laughs> well, well thanks for really putting it in terms there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know exactly what. I mean, what what are they doing? Just looking at other teams' defenses? Are they just looking at? Yeah, data? probably analyzing them. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's mostly it's it's mostly support staff. So it's like Saban, if he wants to know something, if he if he's like some hey, kind guys, of stat or data. Yeah, I think it's a lot of that, and I think it's a lot of. I don't know what to do in this situation. You, a lot of you guys have been head coaches before. Would you guys do A, B, or C? I think it's a lot of consulting. Yeah. Um, then probably a lot of helping out with just the on-field stuff. I don't know, though. But um, Anyways, uh, former Auburn defensive back Joshua Holsey has joined Auburn staff as a graduate assistant. I saw that. Uh, so That's cool. Auburn got them one, too. Yeah. Uh, Alabama baseball was dealt its first loss to Lipscomb on Saturday, falling 3-2. to two. The tide is now 14-1, and one, so... Very good start to the uh, to the season. Kind of a surprising start as well, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the NFL's new CBA is still making headlines. Some owners are supposedly hoping it doesn't pass with the players so that they can get a better deal and an 18-game season. Uh, <laughs> some are apparently also frustrated with the monetary increases for players and stuff. But from what it sounds like, this whole thing is just a mess, trying to get all the yeah. players on the same page. <laughs> really is. Well, like, who, who wants? And, who would want eighteen games? That is nuts. Can you, it's a lot. Uh, Matt, yeah. yeah. Nobody wants to play two extra games. Sixteen's enough as it is. Yeah. More money, more money. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. That's what it That's all what drives it. To, is that money. Yeah. Who cares if more people get hurt from these two extra games? But they get some extra money. That's right. More That's all that matters. Yeah. The SEC tournament bracket has been mm-hmm. set. Kentucky the number one seed, Auburn at two, LSU three, Mississippi State, Florida, South Carolina, Texas A&M, Tennessee, Alabama at nine, followed by Missouri, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Georgia, and Vanderbilt at the bottom. Oh, Bandy. Um, Justin, what, how you uh, how you feeling about this for Auburn? Well, I will say I've got a lot of confidence after they whooped Tennessee yesterday by twenty two points. So some good momentum going into the tournament, and uh, but really, um, I mean, we're in a great spot. We don't have to win two games to get to the finals, and um, but really at this point, when you're a seed this high already in the in that conference tournament, it doesn't matter if you win it or not because you're going to the NCAA tournament. Right. So you know whatever happens happens. Maybe it's another banner though. Huh. I said, get another banner though. That's always yeah. That's that would be great. Uh, yeah, because I mean, it was awesome to see them win last year because they didn't have the uh, they weren't a top four seed, so they didn't have that two round bye. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think of course winning it would hopefully give us that same momentum we had last year going into the tournament because I don't really know what to expect with this team shooting from three because yesterday they shot probably their best from three. They shot like forty one, forty two percent. So if we can kind of keep that going into the tournament, we'd I'd say we'd have a good chance to make another run, but if we can't shoot the ball like that, I wouldn't give us very high chances. So I think it'll be fun to watch. Oh, yeah. It's going to be very entertaining, I think. Yeah. Um, The first round kicks off Wednesday, March 11th. Game one, we got number 12 Ole Miss versus 13 Georgia, followed by Arkansas versus Vandy. And then uh, the second round, Thursday, March 12th, kick it off with Tennessee versus Alabama. And um, a lot more games then. But then the quarterfinals, um, Friday, March 13th, we've got Auburn versus uh, the, the winner, winner of, of Texas A&M and Missouri. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so it'll be fun. I mean, Auburn should win that, <laughs> especially at a neutral site. They should win that game. I know they lost to both of them earlier in the year, but I think they got some good momentum. They should win that one. Then they would play the winner of whoever LSU and that game before that so it'd probably be LSU which would be another good game like it was earlier in the year so we will see well like you said Justin Auburn ended its regular season with an 85-63 to win over Tennessee yep. they finished 25-6 and meanwhile Alabama lost 69-50 to Missouri yep uh, no good there is it 
No, the problem is with Alabama is if they can't make their threes like they usually do, that's what's going to happen. They're going to score 50 points. Yeah, one trick pony. I mean, and I don't know if y'all watched the first half yesterday of that game, but it probably had to be the the worst first half of basketball I've ever watched in my life. (laughs) I mean, it was so bad. Each team had 24, like the combined turnovers between both of them was 24. Each team had 12. They were both shot, I think, Missouri shot like 30%. Alabama was like under 30%. I mean, it was it was brutal. What would you? What kind of rating would you give Nate Oates at this point? His, his um, I think what what they've been able to do shooting three, I mean, they're one of the highest scoring offenses in the country. So I think what he's bringing to Alabama is a fast-paced team, which is what you need. He's got He's got good players. I think what John Petty has been able to do how his game has changed over the years. He's a good player. And um, the problem is he needs some good big guys because they get out-rebounded every single game. And so he's going to have to recruit some some big guys that will go up and get a rebound for him. But I think he's he's got some good shooters, and he wants to build that fast-paced offense, kind of like what Bruce Pearl has done. So I think I, – I don't understand why some Alabama fans were expecting them to – win all these games this year but I guess that's just being spoiled by football you expect so much out of the other sports <laughs> I think that's um, exactly the case I think that it, this is and, a good step in the right direction it'll be interesting yeah. to see how what that next step is next year and the other problem is too there's so much pressure on them now because they see what Auburn's doing in basketball and they're like well crap we don't want to be mm-hmm. beaten don't by them be every brother. single year yeah in yeah. basketball so that's well, that could be a bad thing too you have all this pressure building on you then Say, you know, Oates has the same season next year. I don't think he will. I think they'll win more games next year. But, I mean, I hope they don't get rid of him after two seasons. No, Yeah, you'd hope not. I think this is a good guy to build on because he had a lot of success at Buffalo. He's also so a pretty likable guy, too. Every interview I hear him talking, he's yeah. pretty likable. And so they've got 16 wins. That's, I think they could <coughs> win probably 19, 20 <coughs> games next year. Excuse me. So we'll see. So, um... Uh, I I know absolutely nothing about basketball, but uh, isn't Alabama's old coach isn't he like the number one team in the nation right now? No. Do what now? Um. Uh, isn't he coaching the number one team in the nation right now? I don't think so. No. Okay. Maybe. I Who's in the, Kansas? I Kansas is the number one team. So. Well, I'd I know say... he's not Kansas. I don't know where he went. <laughs> I don't know nothing about basketball. What I was just... his name again? I don't know. I tell you what, I got tired of listening to him all the time. Was his name uh, Avery? Avery? Oh, Avery Johnson, yeah. That Avery dude. Johnson. Let's yeah. see. Yeah, look up and see where he's at. Like Let's I said, I'm, I'm with Aaron. I don't know too much about basketball. Once they leave Alabama or Auburn, I don't really keep up with them. Uh, he is... He is currently... Uh, this doesn't say he's anywhere right now. Yeah, he's unemployed. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so that was some good analysis there, uh, Aaron. Thank you. Well, it was just a question, really. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird question to ask, oh, but uh, yeah, well, the answer is no. Okay. Yes. Good try. <laughs> I'm going to go back to shut up while y'all talking about basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, March Madness selection is coming up March 15th. Um, yep, get ready is... for those brackets. Make those brackets. Yeah. That's right. We uh, speaking of that, I made, yeah we got a group. Yeah, yeah, I made a group. I'm gonna post it on Facebook page this week, and then we'll reshare it Sunday. Um, yeah, because I think Selection Sunday is next Sunday. Yeah, if I'm it not is. mistaken. Yeah. So um, I don't know what we're gonna do for that. We may wait and record after the show. We may do it before, just however it works out with our time. But um, yeah, yeah. So it may it may be like this week and come out. Uh, uh-huh. later than I was week. talking about a fellow named Anthony Grant who used to coach at Alabama and is now coaching at Dayton, and apparently they're doing good. Oh yeah, Dayton's yeah. the number three team in the country. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So I was very off and very close. <laughs> yeah, Anthony Grant's a great coach. Did he get fired from Alabama, or did he just leave? Uh, I don't remember what happened with him. He probably let's look it up. He probably got fired. I don't know. Well, I already exited out of it. So, but I, what a I, bad I, what a bad decision. Yeah, if so, it's that is true. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I remember yeah, fire. Him. March fifteenth, twenty fifteen. Grant was fired from Alabama. Oof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a decision. Of course, I mean he has had five years to grow as a coach, so you know, yeah, so. To change and develop. So, and really, this has been a weird year in basketball. You usually don't see Dayton in the top five, but you just usually don't see worked. this many mediocre teams. I shouldn't say mediocre, but there's there's nobody that's well, just I, above them. There's beyond. no favorite. Yeah, there's no clear yeah. favorite. So, it's just been one of those seasons. So they've had that opportunity to move up to the third spot just with how everything else has worked out for Dayton. So. Well, Charles Barkley is selling a lot of his memorabilia, including his MVP trophy, one of his gold Olympic medals, and a flag signed by the original Dream Team to build mm. affordable housing in Alabama, which I think pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah. Oh, he said just him. his MVP trophy alone is worth like three hundred to 400000 Holy cow. Yeah, so. And, you know, if it's going toward charity, those prices will bump up because people oh, can't yeah. for that kind of thing. So I think it's pretty cool. If you listen to the clip, I don't have it here, um, but he's just like, yeah, I want all this crap out of my house. It's just junking my place up, and I hate it. It means nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's hilarious. Um, ESPN is trying to snag Al Michaels from NBC Sports and Peyton Manning to be the new faces of Monday Night Football. There's Ooh. also an interest in Philip Rivers. I think this is genius. I love this so much. Al, Al Michaels and Peyton Manning together, that would be... I mean, Monday night has been so bad, the announcers, since uh, uh, what's his, the Raiders coach left. Well, this this this, yeah, would mean that, this would mean that Joe Tessitore and Booger McFarlane are likely out on Monday night. Football, I, would ho- I would hope so. A lot of people would probably say good. Um, but I, I, will, did, I didn't really have a problem with them, but I understand... Like, I, oh, I, I never had a problem with Booger until he got on Monday Night Football, and yeah, yeah. I was the same way. Yeah, I, Which, I thought you he know was... that's that's a hard transition. Like not everybody, yeah. like he's he may be good at just commentating about news topics and stuff. It's actually not calling down, an NFL game. Yeah, actually sitting down for four hours to talk about an NFL and game. Then, not everybody and, can do that. And then Tessator too. My gosh, I yeah, get tired but, of hearing his voice. Al, I'd love for Al Michaels to. Yeah, to I would hate Peyton Manning. losing Al Michaels and uh, the guy he does it with on Sunday Night Football because yeah. they've been great together. I mean, they've been doing it a long time now. I think they should get Gary Danielson. No, they should. Oh Lord, <laughs> Gary Danielson is good where he's at. Uh, I don't think he would want to do. I don't think uh, he's good. Monday Night. Football. He's not good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, they, Al they Michaels get rid of him. Al Michaels, he is seventy-five now, but he's—I mean, he's still—he's still just as good as he's ever been. He's a good seventy-five. I mean, I—you would think oh, yeah. he's probably about 10, 20 years younger. Oh yeah, he called the miracle on ice. I mean, this this guy's got—he's—I mean, he's the best of the best. So yeah. I would, it would honestly, him and Peyton Manning together would make me more interested in watching Monday Night Football than yeah, because we I. Yeah, I agree with you on that because I think a lot of people are just turned off to the fact that they have to listen to the two goofballs they have right now. <laughs> I mean, oof. Well, speaking of goofballs, <laughs> former <laughs> uh, former Alabama and current Jets defensive tackle Quinnen Williams was arrested at LaGuardia Airport. Oh Lord! Uh, for allegedly carrying a handgun. Um, he had his permit for Alabama, but not for New York. So he probably, he, apparently, he wasn't trying to sneak it on. He went up to them and asked, like, hey, I've got this. I've got my permit for Alabama. Can I take it? And then they arrested him because, you know, it's, uh, they, have, they okay. have to. It's an airport. Yeah. Um, so it's not like he was trying to sneak it on or anything. Yeah. Um, New York does have some really stiff gun laws. So it's not, nobody's exactly sure what's going to happen with it, but it's not going to be anything too intense. But I mean, you said he had a permit in Alabama? Yes. See, I mean, I hate that that's just, you know, laws don't transfer over from state to state like that with the gun permit. But I hate yeah. that since he has a permit in Alabama, I right. mean, how can you... Yeah, and know, he was flying stu- to it's Alabama. Stupid. So it's, yeah, it's, it's stupid. But this, I don't know, like I said, nobody really knows. This could put him on a terrorist watch list for a couple of years. Oh yeah, um, good. <laughs> um, I've got a friend that he forgot he had a handgun on him when he went to the airport, and he's on the terrorist watch list for like three to five years now because of it. 
Jeez. Okay. I just I want to know when you're going to the airport, how do you forget a handgun on you? I've never. Yeah, how do you? Yeah, how, how do you forget that? <laughs> well, it was how in do a you bag. Forget there's a handgun on you. Anytime. Well, the, but okay. How well, do you especially just forget let me, it when you're? Going let me to explain. The this guy is an outdoorsman on TV. He like having guns is literally his job. He was called out to go to fly out somewhere like that day. He was already busy. He was just like he threw stuff in a bag and went, and he forgot that there was one in his bag until the metal detector went off. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um. Anyways, that is all the news for this week, though. Um. Aaron, how about some Twitter news? I mean, I guess if I have to. Twitter news. Playoffs? We'll talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. It really doesn't matter what you think. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. Uh, been trying to <laughs> look them up. <laughs> oh, We're all very unprepared. Basketball. Like like I said, we are we are very busy this weekend. Unbelievably very. unprepared. Um, but we'll just go with what I got. Uh, this is from 2020 Astros Shame Tour. That's an account on Twitter. It says, find someone that looks at you the way Astros fans look at cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> they've been, uh, they've been dealing with a, a lot of heckling already, haven't they? The Astros. I love it. I can't, it. I can't wait until they go to, once the season actually starts. <laughs> yeah. And this is a spring training. Just, <laughs> I know this is just spring training and they're already getting pegged. They've already been pegged like 10 times yeah. and it's spring training. <laughs> I love it. I do too. Um, this one says the most consistent thing in the NFL and it says Jameis Winston's 2019 interceptions. 25 with a clean pocket, most in the NFL. 23 within one possession, the most. 22 targeting wide receivers, the most. 19 when trailing, the most. 17 versus zone defenses. 13 versus man defenses. 13 versus blitz. 11 on third downs and 10 in fourth quarter. All of them are the most in the NFL. thought that was fine. Can we... He's balling. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> You do need yeah, to know. We... Well, that's Felipe Franks that does this. Never mind. Sorry. They're very similar. Yeah. <laughs> isn't, isn't, didn't he <laughs> say about himself? Didn't he say, like, I'm balling or something? Like, I'm the best? That's what I just said. He said, Yeah, yeah he okay, was that's scrong. That's what I thought he said. At Florida yeah. State. Yeah, he was scrong. Yeah, we scrong. I can't believe we lost to that stupid team. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all were not scrong. Y'all were very weak. <laughs> weak. Uh, Gus Malzahn blowing a lead. What's new? Mm-hmm. Started there. Um, I saw that this was Kay Adams, whoever that is, top five most likely to win the 2019 MVP for the NFL. Uh, he had Baker Mayfield at number one. Mm. He had Aaron Rodgers at number two. Khalil mm. Mack at number three. Number four was Andrew Luck, and then the <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> oh my gosh, that has to be the worst preseason list of all time. It just kept getting worse as it went. <laughs> I think oh Aaron Rodgers is the only one that makes any sense on there. Yeah, and maybe Khalil Mack before mm. he just didn't. He just stopped having a year. I don't know. Yeah, why, he didn't. He didn't do anything. Then, yeah, he definitely wouldn't be three just because he's a defensive player, and they never give it to him. But yeah. the other three, whew. Oh, man, Baker Mayfield at one? He might as well be fired from whatever job he has for putting him right there. Yeah, that's rough. Golly. Um, this is just from Bleacher Report. I don't know if we've already talked about it or not because I haven't been listening. Uh, Dak Prescott offered an average salary of $33 million by the Dallas Cowboys with a guaranteed contract of 105 Yeah, I didn't mention that. It's uh, pretty wild, isn't it? Pretty cray-cray. Yeah. yeah he doesn't um, deserve it. Well, we are doing this Sunday morning, correct? Yeah. Uh, so, there was two XFL games yesterday, one of which the Dragons played the Roughnecks. And, and they lost. Shocker, we lost. And shocker, we shot ourselves in the foot in order to lose because they scored 18 unanswered points. Um, <laughs> we gave up two uh, 
stupid penalties oh that they then scored off. Like, it was third and something. We held them, but then we had two stupid penalties. Extended their drive, which they then scored on. Uh, so, and then we fumbled it on our last possession. So, really screwed that up any way we could. But, but the XFL released a statement that says, yeah, they Saturday's Seattle Dragons-Houston Roughnecks game should not have been ended as it did. Replays showed clearly that the knee of Houston quarterback P.J. Walker touched the field, rendering him down and the fourth down play officially completed. With approximately two seconds remaining on the clock, effectively turning the ball over to Seattle on downs with a nine-point differential in the score, Seattle was denied an opportunity to tie the game. The XFL sincerely regrets this error. In addition, Wes Booker, who served on as an officiating supervisor, for Saturday's game has officially been reassigned. Mm. So basically so what is, I'm yeah. saying is we get that two seconds, and it's what I like to call a guarantee. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. And so what I'm saying is we deserve overtime. We, yeah, haven't, had a, we haven't had an Aaron Patterson guarantee in a long time. I'm glad yeah, you brought that yeah. back. Yeah, so that's what I call a guarantee, and... <laughs> Uh, we would have had overtime, and them dragons would what, be what yard were, two and three right now. We would have beat the number one seed. You know, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I have a question. I was going to save it for Knight Needs to Know, but I, I'm just going to do it now that we're talking about XFL. What happened to my defenders, man? Because they oh, yeah, hey. freaking wrecked <laughs> I two was, weeks this in a, a row. This isn't hey, good, yo, is it? No, let me up. say my piece. Let me say my piece. Yeah, your team sucks. <laughs> it's such trash. Hey, yeah. and after all the trash too, talking you did to, to I know, Justin. right? So embarrassing. And I just whipped your team. You didn't score mm. a single point. Zero. That is nothing. Rough. Hey, and think of this too. If you lose today as well and my team wins, I'll be ahead of you in the standings. Mm, I know. What happened? Like, why, why did they just decide to stop being good? No, I don't get it. And your team's playing the Battle Hawks, who are three and one. So there's a yeah. good chance you do lose today. Oh yeah. And I play, I play I, the one and three Wildcats. Yep. So yeah, you got to win today. But uh, yeah, yep. not, not so sure for me. No, DC is going down today, and them Vipers. They sure are. Those Vipers are going to win today. We're moving on up, baby. Yes, moving on. I told you. I told you. If we what win is- today, we're making the playoffs. I added up it up yesterday, and my one and three or whatever we are now, uh, Seattle Dragons. If you can, you are one and four now. Yeah, so if you can bind the entire uh, points that we've lost by, is less than what you lost by your first <laughs> loss because y'all got absolutely wrecked. Uh, we did beat you though. We beat your dragons. Well. We didn't, okay, that's another thing, is I've been <laughs> complaining about my starting quarterback and how awful he is, and surely they had somebody else. Guess what? Their backup's like 15 times better. So, Well, that just means your coach isn't very competent. Actually, I do like our coach a lot, but apparently not. Like, <laughs> Apparently he's just as crazy as well, whoever, was it Dan Mullen that had Felipe Frank starting? Oh, yeah. Well, well, listen, I'd love to keep uh, talking about how much my team sucks, but uh, we're, we need to keep this thing moving here. <laughs> so no, thank you, Aaron. Talk about no, that's okay. Thank you, Aaron, for another, thank you for another excellent Twitter news segment. Yeah, whatever. But we have to get into our real topic of the day, which is who would win in a fight, a grizzly bear or a silverback gorilla? Now, I want to preface this by saying I went on every Facebook group named Zoology or anything to do with bears or gorillas and asked for any expert to come on this show and talk. And like almost every answer I got was how that was inappropriate for this forum and um, somewhat offensive because those bear, those animals are not meant to fight. And I was like, okay. I don't know, it's <laughs> it's fine, so whatever. stupid. So I left all the groups. <laughs> Because they kept disliking my comment, which was very nice. Because I was like, I love this group, even though I had no idea what was in it. It's like I'd love for y'all to come on and talk. You can plug whatever you want to plug at the end, you know. And they were like, no, not having it at all. They were just disgusted by my question. So, 
<laughs> but, so no, 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 uh, no uh, experts this week on this topic, but uh, we're the closest thing to experts you're going to get. We're going to have a little That's bit right. of debate. Now, we did ask this question on the Facebook page. 60% agree with Justin Knight that the Silverback Gorilla would win. Only 40% agree with me and Aaron that the Grizzly Bear would handle business. So... Okay, well, I just Since, want to point out that... Well, how, whatever hold on. <laughs> so... Y'all can stop listening right now. <laughs> so, since uh, the fans agree with Justin, I'm going to let Justin present his argument first. Okay, here's the deal. I don't think y'all realize... I know, Aaron, your thing is, oh, that grizzly bear has such sharp claws, it'll just claw right through him. I don't think you realize how okay. thick a silverback gorilla skin really is. And so it could take the hits, take the claws, and I don't think you understand how hard a gorilla would be pounding on this grizzly bear. The grizzly bear would be so slow. This gorilla, he's going to jump on top of him and bam, bam, bam. He's just going to pound. <laughs> he's, he's going to pound town on your little grizzly bear. Like the sound of that. <laughs> um, have you, like, seen... A, a gorilla's skin? Like, have you, it, has someone skinned one and you've seen how thick it is? I don't think you understand. It's a silverback gorilla. I don't know if you've read about them before. Do you know how big a moose is? Hey, okay, well, is listen, really I've got the, I've got some information right here because, um, I'd like to, I'd like to know the, the, uh, the sizes and everything. So, um, a silverback gorilla is anywhere between, um, 5.2 and 5.6 feet tall. They weigh roughly 350 pounds. Now, a gorilla, I mean, I'm sorry, a grizzly bear, a gorilla bear. A grizzly bear. <laughs> now, that is what I'm taking. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking that gorilla bear. Grizzly bear, that six would be point, cool to see. 6.5 feet tall, weighs 600 pounds. So, grizzly bear has the size. Okay. Um, now they can get up to like eight feet. Is that what did you say? Six point five feet is what this. They can says. get up to like eight feet though, and like I think what's the biggest a gorilla can get? Like six foot. And say another thing about gorillas too, they're so territorial. Is that they're not backing down. They don't. It doesn't matter what's going to happen to them. They're what is what do you have you ever seen a movie with a like a bear ever? Has any of them just <laughs> came up to you and said hi? Like, yeah. Thanks Have for you seen some of the bear through. movies? Yogi Bear, Pooh Bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the thing the thing about a gorilla is it's not going down without a fight, so it'll die before it's. What do you, you know, th- gives like? Up, but what so. do you think a bear's gonna do? You just think it's gonna stare at him? I think the bear's gonna give up because it's weak. Why would it give up? <laughs> it's literally twice his size. Okay, well, listen to this statistic here. The um. I'm, for the silverback gorilla, it can lift a weight up to eighteen hundred pounds. That's very yep. strong. Very uh, strong. A well-trained human can only lift about four hundred and ten kilograms. Um, the gorilla eight hundred and fifteen kilograms. So they're very strong. But let's take a look at the grizzly bear bite sh- uh, bite force. Then we'll go back to the gorilla bite force as well. So a grizzly bear bite force, 1,200 pounds per square inch. Sounds very much. says a grizzly bear could easily bite through a cast iron skillet, thick trees, or bones. Um, without any doubt, the grizzly bear is a symbol of strength, yada, 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 whatever. Okay, now let's look at gorilla bite force. <clears throat> which I don't think the the gorilla's main strength would be his bite force anyways. Oh, wow. So gor- the silverback gorilla actually has a stronger bite force. Uh-huh. 1,300 uh-huh. pounds per okay. square inch. I already knew this. Uh-huh. Yep. But so I, the freaking bear know. is twi- has twice the size of a mouth he can get around his entire neck. Oh, my gosh. That is true. It does have a, a much larger mouth because it has a snout. The problem is he has to get to his neck first without the gorilla. Which is no problem. He literally just bends down. like He looks down slightly and just... Tears his head off because you know he's like yeah. And the gorilla's just pounded on his face, and then he doesn't have a face anymore. He can't even so. reach his face. Not if he's bending down right to him. He's a little midget compared to this and freaking don't bear. Don't don't forget, my gorilla could just climb Your up that gorilla, tree, jump are on you top training of you. Them now? <laughs> we should. That's what we should do. <laughs> Trade him to fight. Okay. Anyways, okay. This is um, something that the gorilla has on the grizzly bear. <laughs> 
um, according to Gonzaga Bulletin, which I'm sure is a reliable source. Uh, I would say so. <laughs> um, it says that one advantage that Gorilla does have is their long arms give them the reach advantage. On a Thank, you. Thank you. Um, but so they also say same. that's about it. So they say the grizzly bear. Aaron, I'd like to hear your um, argument now. So if their reach is good, then they're somewhat shorter. That it just means, if anything, it's the same. Like there's, it's just it's stupid. They're so much bigger. I don't get why people don't. How, how do you how do you not understand that? Anyways, uh, um, have you ever seen a moose and how big a moose is? Completely. Yeah, moose is big. Okay. Yeah, they're very very large. Um. There is a video, and I have not been able to find it. There is a video, and I'm pretty sure Nick has seen it, where a grizzly bear nearly completely decapitates a moose with one swing with its claws. Okay, but a, a moose's skin is not that of a silverback gorilla. It's a moose, bro. He goes all the way through his freaking neck. He, it's literally okay. hanging on by the other side. Like, the other side of the skin is just barely has this hang. His head hanging beside his waist. Okay, he wouldn't be able to do that to a gorilla. Okay, so even if he got halfway through, it's one swing and he's done. I wouldn't even be able to say he wouldn't even be able to get a swing on him. How? Please, how? How would he not be what able to get a mean? swing on him? What do you mean how? This gorilla is going to be pounding on him. He's not going to have a chance just to get a clean swing how? on him. And everybody says, like, the gorilla's going to be more agile and all this. A bear it is, is literally... Twice as fast. I think a gorilla oh, can run like Let me look 20 up miles an hour, and a bear can run like 40. I'll look uh, up the 40 speed. miles per hour? Yeah. Are you, are you sure? Pretty confident. <laughs> 40? 40? Almost okay. as fast as a so cheetah? So a silverback gorilla's speed is about 23 okay. miles per hour. A grizzly bear, 35. Okay, not 40. Oh, I'm sorry. I was five Close. off. <laughs> And you yeah, said they're almost as fast a as a difference. cheetah, which is not true, because a cheetah is like 65 60. miles an hour. Hey, for reference, yeah, Usain but... Bolt, at top speed, it reaches just over 27 miles per hour. Yeah, so how about that? That bear is literally Usain Bolt in Goliath's body with six-inch claws. And you're telling me this little bitty monkey is going to cause him trouble? <laughs> oh, okay, now you're saying a monkey. It's not a monkey, it's a gorilla. <laughs> it's two totally Yeah, to that bear, things. it looks like a little bitty monkey. Oh my gosh! Well, sixty percent of the people he could call him a boo and put him on his shoulder. Yeah, you just act like this gorilla is just gonna fall over and not do anything. Like it's just like he will. Oh, he, uh, the bear could literally Ooh. stand up, hold his arm out, and that gorilla is not gonna do anything. It's gonna be like a little kid running into your fist trying to punch. You him. don't understand how strong a gorilla is. Do you not understand that? No, I do. I also understand that a bear is pretty much just as strong, especially when there's that big of a size difference. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, so this also, is talk about the bite force. The grizzly, the uh, gorilla could just bite the grizzly's hand. It's so strong. Goodness gracious! Uh, not if it's like on top of his head and he's just holding out. He just okay. Well, stand there like a little. I think one thing that's important here is we need to establish where this fight's taking place because I don't think it matters. I think that bear. Will well, I mean, there's going to be some things it does that help. Matter. There's going to be some things that help the gorilla and some things that help the bear. What helps uh, the gorilla? Please. And like, what um, helps the gorilla? The... Its environment. What are you talking yeah. about? Like Just what? like a grizzly bear's environment would help it. Like what? Just being familiar with its environment. What, what, what to, environment what is... What do you mean? Knowing where which gorillas. tree is where? What does that matter? Um, <sighs> you just don't understand, dude. It's okay, like, well, it's like, okay, environment it's like does battles. matter. I mean, it matters yeah. in everything. <laughs> we would have lost the Revolutionary War if it hadn't have been... If we didn't have the right America. environment, yeah. Obviously, this is very different. Okay, I'm not a history it, major, so I have no clue what that means. Um, okay, so see, he has no he has no argument in this. He has no voice. <laughs> okay, so um, this says that they live in uh, in mountainous areas. So I'd say, well, grizzly bears live in mountainous areas. So it sounds like they kind of live in the same sort of environments. So the gorilla's more tropical, obviously. Um, yeah, because you have the jungle, a lot of rain. Right, whereas the bear is going to be more in the forest. Yeah. So the, this is one where the environment really might not make that much of a difference because they both climb. I mean, they both can climb trees to an extent. Yeah. The tree is big enough to support them. 
Um, I would so imagine let's just say let's put them on a flat. Trees, but I don't think I've ever a... seen an actual picture with a gorilla in a tree. They yeah, may not be really able to. They may be too big. I don't know. They really don't climb trees. Yeah. Well, you know what can climb trees? Grizzly bears. Yeah, so they can run away from the gorilla. Or they could just pull down a whole freaking tree on them. Okay, yeah. You know, because they can bite straight through it. Yeah, sure. I want to see if uh, if gorillas do get in trees. Yeah. yeah they I mean, I would imagine trees. they would, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess like you said, you don't really see many pictures of them in trees. Yeah. There's a lot if is... you look it up, but it's it, yeah, it's big trees. It's got to be able to support them. Same with a bear, though. I mean, it's going to have to be able yeah. to support it. Um, so, I'm going to see what Google has to say to settle this debate. What do you guys think? We let, I mean, no. we, we, we settled it on the poll with 60% saying the silverback gorilla would <laughs> so. Sure, and this is all hypothetical. Nobody's ever pit these two animals against each other. Um, not yet, at least. <laughs> not until we have something to do about it. Yeah. When we break into the Birmingham Zoo. Uh, this says, according to Dr. Google... Um, and of course, the first thing that comes up is GonzagaBulletin.com. Um, it says uh, a grizzly beats a silverback ten times out of ten. That doesn't sound like I agree that I think the grizzly wins. I don't think it's ten out of ten, so I don't think this I think is it's great. Twelve out of ten. I think he <laughs> oh brings gosh. that hoe back to life and then puts him back down again. <laughs> you're you're just so blind. When you get a point, you're just like, I can't see anything else. That's because I see right and wrong, and I don't see... I see black and white, I see no gray. Well, all yours is wrong, so... I'm going to say... I'm going to say it's 710 Grizzly Bear, but I think... I think in the right... If the right things happen, the gorilla wins. But I'm gonna say like most the of the time, bears like tied to the ground with chains. No. It's just I, I just think if that. Bear oh wait, could he be... could bite through those. Never mind. <laughs> I would say it's a gorilla. Uh, six out of ten. Six out of ten. Okay. Yeah. Hey Siri. Okay, Siri's being a little. <laughs> Can we ask? We should. We should ask um, Alexa. Oh, I've yeah. asked her before. Yeah, you know what she said. She said, she quoted Gonzaga Bulletin. She said, a bear. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on. Alexa um, doesn't have her own voice. She's just quoting what other people have said. Exactly, which is what says. you've been doing by saying 60% said gorilla. But when Alexa, which is the spy in every home in America, says bear, <laughs> then that's just a bigger poll. I'm glad you just had to throw the spy in there, too. <laughs> Well, she is. She listens to everyone's conversations about this, so she what? takes her own poll. <laughs> okay, this is going on for way too long. Let's move on to a Knight Needs to Know. Knight Needs to Know. Probably with some of the stuff you've done before, I probably wouldn't be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised if I put ashes in cookies and fed them to you? Yeah, because it was someday for the SEC again. That, that might make sense then. I guess just back. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to know how it makes sense. Now this is looking like a bad idea. Okay, well, if we just want to keep it going, uh, Aaron, why does your XFL team suck so much? Uh, it's because the <clears throat> we love to shoot ourselves in the foot and can never just you know play a game like we're supposed to. We constantly have to have stupid penalties, stupid turnovers, and uh, yeah, it just we're just really bad. Y'all are y'all then, really good at making excuses, though. Yeah, really. I literally just said we're really bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, and Nick, uh, where do you see your team finishing? The uh, DC dead last. Defenders? We keep this. Dead last. Okay. <laughs> we keep wow. this going. <laughs> I think we get the win two today. Be like the best in the in the league. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Also, I want to point out that, like, we too, I said, yeah, Houston Roughnecks are definitely going to win this all. Win all this. Win, win, yep. win it all. What, however you say that. So I think we get the win today, and I think we finish third. I think we barely missed the championship. Well, if you finish third, you make the playoffs. 
No, I mean like after the play, like when it's all said and done, we finish for third. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Not I think even. the Vipers will make it to the fourth seed. Hmm. If they win today, I feel very good about our chances. Okay. What time is the game today? I think the Vipers. Yeah, I think the Vipers are gonna finish fifth, and I think these DC defenders are gonna be sixth or seventh. There's no way we we don't play y'all again. We'd have to lose like all our games. Uh, yeah. Have you seen how you played the last two weeks? (laughs) You got beat by sixty points. It was like sixty to three. The Vipers do play the Defenders again. I'd love to see that. 60 yeah. to 3. Right. I know. I, wa- I watch the games. I understand. <laughs> I don't think you understand. Like, that one game yeah, against the Vipers was yeah. ugly. It was ugly. horrible. I didn't realize how bad it was until I watched you some lost. of the highlights. There was busted plays in the background. Like, y'all should have got sacks for, like, 13 yards. Hey, and it ended up being a 40-yard touchdown. It was rough. War Defenders anyway. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Yeah, just remember, you lost to an 0-3 team who wasn't looking like they were even going to win a game. They don't even I'm have their defensive that. coordinator from the first week because he got fired because they were so bad. And <laughs> so you could only put up three points against him. Yeah. With three. the most wanted quarterback in the entire league. Well, I don't want him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next question there, Justin? Um, that was all my questions. Well, I've got, I have, I have a question actually, and this is very random and off topic. Um, okay. but it was something I was thinking about earlier this week. So let's, let's go back to 2010. Auburn just won a national championship. Alrighty. Everybody is riding high on the Tigers. Everybody is forgiven Gene Chizik. The, the next two years haven't happened yet. They haven't went three and six or whatever they ended up doing three and nine whatever they just won a national championship two years prior whenever it was so many years prior Gene Chizik rides into Auburn and everybody's chanting we want a winner not a whatever can't remember what they said and then he takes them to a national championship if Gene Chizik had retired the second after that national championship ended how is he remembered instead of how he's remembered now would it be one of the best redemption stories in sports? Unlike how it is now where he gets almost no credit for that win. Uh, I think it'd still be the same just because he still wouldn't have got the credit just because of who he had on that team. <laughs> yeah. But do you think a little less so than that? What, well, what we saw? probably just because of what he did two years later going 3-9 and nine, and yeah. that tainted all that he had done yeah, in 2010. Yeah. Um, but I still don't think he would have been this huge savior turnaround story just mm-hmm. because he was able to get Cam Newton, who did everything for that team, because the defense was so bad, <clears throat> and we still somehow – I mean, I've got some of the scores, and, I mean, they gave up 34 points to Kentucky. They gave up – I mean, every game it was 20-plus points, 43 to Arkansas. Heck, they gave up 24 to Chattanooga, <laughs> 31 to Georgia, 27 to Alabama. I mean, so what Cam Newton, that offense, was able to do, it's 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 just hard to say a lot was Chiswick, because Chiswick is more of a defensive-minded coach. Right. And and so to see you know, the defense is still so bad, and he'd been there a couple of <laughs> How many games do you think they win without Cam? Without Cam, oh Lord, I would say they win maybe five or six games. I was gonna say six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean he won, the, he won them the Iron Bowl and many other. He things. did, oh, yeah. yeah. They won them the national championship. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. seeing what he won them. He was literally in, everything. Yeah, everything. I mean, the Kentucky game without him, we don't win that one. I mean, they Arkansas don't have Cam. Game, Alabama, hundred percent wins that national championship easily. Well, y'all wouldn't have gone well, to the National Championship. Well, yeah, they would, still would have had two losses. Well, yeah. if we would have had the 14 playoff, man. <laughs> man. I don't know. Two two losses, we still would have barely edged in there. We finished yeah. eight after. I mean, who was our was losses that year? South Carolina? Game. South Carolina. Uh, is it A&M or LSU? I think oh. it might have been LSU. I think it was LSU. 
Because A&M wasn't in the... Uh... Yeah, that wasn't until 2012, I think, when we lost yeah. A&M. All right, anyways, that's the question I had. I was thought, good question, I was thinking though, good about question. That. Thank you. Yeah, good question. Um, so let's move on. We're not doing trivia, so let's just jump right into mismanagers. Yep, we're already <laughs> at 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're running a little over. That's okay. Um, did you grab anything when you walked out the door? I have nothing but two Tortino's pizza out of the refrigerator and my doggie, and we left. I just kept hearing it. I'm ducking and everything. I, in the house, I'm, I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. Here's an actual customer out here. Uh, what's, uh, what's the best kind of firework to buy? Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? And now, it's time for mismanagers. Okay, so, first story we have here. Have you guys ever rode in an Uber? I know, Aaron, you have with me a couple times, but Justin, have you ever ridden an Uber? Uh, yeah, that once when we were oh, in yeah, we the went. city. Yeah, we all went. <laughs> um, how much would you guys say the average Uber ride is? Oh, would you think average? Would you think? Yeah, let's say just like um, fifteen dollars, twelve. I'm gonna say like I'm gonna say like ten dollars. <clears throat> twelve. Well, this guy uh, Kenneth, he uh, took a one thousand six hundred and thirty-five dollar ninety-three cent Uber ride from West Virginia to New Jersey by accident. Oh my gosh. By at what? By what? accident. How? Well, he wasn't in a, a, a sober state of mind, if you will. Huh? After a night of partying with friends near West Virginia University, Kenneth ordered an Uber XL to his home over 300 miles away. The oh decision that, according to a Philadelphia CBS affiliate, he, quote, doesn't quite recall making. Huh. <laughs> so he called an Uber from the wrong state. Quote, uh, this what is Kenneth's explanation. Dummy. He says, basically, I just kind of blacked out. The last thing I remember was being at the bar, and then I woke up in the Uber next to an older dude telling me I was an hour out from Jersey. From there, Kenneth completed the $1,635 journey home. Oof. But uh, silver lining is he got a nap on the way, so good for him. Awesome. Yeah, good. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, it is, isn't it? Now, I'm sure you guys are aware of the flat earth theory. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. The 120% completely true theory. As a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so, there's a Science Channel star known as Mad Mike. Mad he Mike. set out in a rocket to prove the world was flat. But didn't go too well for him mad mike on the 22nd michael hughes or commonly known as mad mike died in a rocket crash he was 64 and a conspiracy theorist he decided he was going to prove the world was flat so he made a rocket and planned on taking photos from 5,000 feet in the air the san bernardino county sheriff current uh public information officer cindy bogman Said, Wait, did you say 5,000 feet in the air? Yes. How would that prove anything? Don't planes go up to like 30,000 feet? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Look that up, Justin. See how, see how high planes go on a typical ride. Just on a typical flight? Yeah. Um, this officer said, A man was pronounced deceased after the rocket crashed in the open desert during a rocket launch event. Medical aid was staged for the launch and was on scene for the launch and was on scene All right. immediately. Are you ready? Yeah. A commercial air flight will typically fly between 31,000 and 38,000 feet. <laughs> so what is 5,000 so feet going to tell you? <laughs> <laughs> if you can't see it from 38,000, what is 5,000 going to tell you? That's stupid. That's an excellent point you made. I don't... <laughs> What an absolute idiot. Ooh. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. He uh, he passed away doing what he loved. 
Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but uh, anyway, there's a conspiracy that he was shot down by the U.S. government to keep his. Oh my God! Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, for mismanagers, more than thirty thousand bees attack unsuspecting customers at Walmart. Oh my god! Walmart, thirty thousand. <laughs> That's a oh lot my of bees. Gosh, I would sue them. I would never work another day in my life. Heck three, no. Three Especially me because I'm allergic to them. So <laughs> yeah, you would die. <laughs> yeah, I'd be dead. But my family would never work another day in their life. <laughs> Three people had to be trans- transported to the hospital in a southeastern Oklahoma city uh, Saturday morning after a swarm of bees broke loose at a Walmart and attacked unsuspecting shoppers. The bees Golly. came from the parking lot where a man was selling hives, according to a local report. An estimated wow. 30,000 to 60,000 bees escaped from their hives. Oh, that'd be hard. What idiot is selling this in the parking lot? You've seen people out there giving away puppies and boxes in the parking lot. This is the same thing. Yeah, but not bees. Not bees. <laughs> you ever I'm seen uh, Walmart.com or people at Walmart.com or whatever it is? Yeah. Where that dude has a, a tiger in the back of his truck. <laughs> <laughs> He's like playing with it or whatever. Psycho. <laughs> Jeez, that is nuts. Firefighters rushed to the scene to spray streams of water and distract the swarms of bees from attacking people. The Central Oklahoma Beekeepers Association were called in to help defuse the situation, and the Walmart was evacuated for several hours until the bees could be removed from the area. Of the three people injured in the incident, two remain in critical condition, while the other is in good condition. Swarming bees may look threatening, but beekeepers encourage people not to kill or pester bees if they encounter a swarm, if it's at all possible. Honeybees are on the decline worldwide, and their survival is key to a healthy ecosystem. Well. (laughs) Well. Yeah, Yeah, 30,000. Normal people are in critical condition. Man, I'd be dead before they got me to the hospital. Yeah, you would. You (laughs) would. Yeah. Yeah. 30, 30 to 60,000 is a lot of bees. Imagine that dude just dude's just like, you know, I think I'll go sell some hives today and instead winds <laughs> up putting three people in the hospital, potentially ending their lives. So his business is out of business. Is what <laughs> That's what we're suggesting. I would think so. I would hope so. It doesn't sound like he's very good at it. So. <laughs> Apparently not. There's if, no way if he's 30,000 bees paying, got loose. Uh, a lot oh, he's paying their medical bills. Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Heck, well, I wouldn't be not. surprised if Walmart sued him because they had to shut down the store for lost profits. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. They, would, they wouldn't do that just because I'm sure they have uh, very good insurance. And they probably had enough problems from this yeah, already. They don't want to go through it. <laughs> yeah. Probably want people to forget about it as quickly as possible. Yeah. Uh, Justin, take us home, man. All right. Well, thank you for listening. I hope you've had a great week. I know we've been pretty busy, and uh, but it's always fun to do this. And we've, it's been a great episode, so I hope you enjoy listening to this. Um, and check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter at TGM Pod. And then, really, you want to check us out a lot on Facebook because that's where we do our trivia. That's where you get a lot of news articles, and we've always, we're always posting great stuff. So look up, look out for the next thing, which will be Auburn baseball tickets to see, try to win those tickets next week. Or I guess sometime. Is it next week? Yeah, sometime next week. in the near future. Well, the okay. game won't be next week, but the tickets. Will yeah, be but the ticket giveaway. Week. Yeah. Um, check us out on thegamemanagers.com where you can check out Nick's articles. We've got all the podcasts right there. And like you said, it'll be a couple of weeks where you can access all of them. But you can find them there, easy to listen to. And then check out our merch. We've got great shirts, very soft, very beautiful. You mm. want to wear them all the time. Sleeping in them, mm. Mm. it's like, oh, it's beautiful. Mm. And um, oh, check us out on, uh, what's the name of that website where we posted video games? Patreon. Go to Patreon. Patreon. Check us out on Patreon where you just see us messing around doing video games, you know, having fun. And then um, I think that's all I have. What do y'all have? 
Nice. That's a, that was the quickest one yet. I have nothing. Everybody have a great week, and we will see you with the March Madness. If you chose stuff. Gorilla, please contemplate all of your life choices. Adios. And if you chose Gorilla, uh, Grizzly Bear, do the same. We're eagle anyways.